Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. The warm-up started at 7. Now he's about 87. Anyone who's got 80 years of investing, making hundreds of billions of dollars, it's going to be hard to stump them. Coming up today. People are afraid to experiment because they're afraid to get laughed at. Because I've seen people laugh at me, and I'm like, we'll see who'll be laughing all the way to the bank. They know now. They want to be friends now. I'm like, I remember you. I got a good memory. (laughs) I remember your ass. believe in like like the it factor or is there a way some because you've been around people that you know like Kobe Bryant or like some of the fighters you've mentioned right can you talk a little bit about their training right and the price that someone pays for great and do some people just have it yeah yeah I mean some things are inborn obviously Kobe Bryant was born to Joe Jellybean who was six foot seven or eight so kobe's six foot six some things have a threshold like basketball you gotta basically have to be a certain height uh business is much more like egalitarian and so iq does play a factor in being it just depends how high you want to go up so if you want to be the best scientist in the world you probably have to be a combination of born that way and training if you want to be a great scientist you could probably be born dumb and train your way up to great science. For basketball, you could probably be born, you know, with no natural skills, not tall at all, and make it all the way to college basketball. So that's pretty far. Very few people make it to college. Is this background okay with this pillar? That's fine. I'm yeah. So the so there's a there's both, and super billionaires are usually very high IQ people born that way. Bill Gates is very, very smart. Elon Musk, very, very smart. So can every American and every person in this world become the next Elon Musk? I'm a realist, probably not. But do you need to make $50 billion to be happy? No. So it's not a necessity. But so almost every human I meet, I've ever met, can 30X easily where they are. Mm. So, so most people making 50 grand, if they were trained correctly, but not naturally that smart, naturally that talent. They could easily make 1.5 million a year. I don't know if they could make 100 million bucks a year. What kind of training do you think that would take? Everything's training. I mean, business is just training. Training, create, create problem solving, product development, how to become intuitive for, with marketing, how to build teams, how to delegate, financial stuff you have to learn, all that stuff. To make a million bucks a year, especially grossing a million dollars, is within the reach of... Ba- I'm tempted sometimes, I don't have the time. I believe I could take 100 kids who come from the worst situation, prison, you know, juvenile delinquents, uh, no mom, no dad, foster kids, and you can make all of them 
get to six or seven figures. Actually, there's an interesting story. There's this guy, this is a true story. One of my favorite stories, I've never got to meet this person. I don't know if he's still alive, but he, when he was, I think, 21, he went to the Dalai Lama in Tibet, and he said, he was a Japanese guy, and he said he felt he should give back to the world. I think he was a, becoming a doctor. So he said, I want to adopt somebody. And I think he wasn't married. It was like a single dad like you. So, but he didn't have any kids yet. So the doctor says to him, I mean, the Dalai Lama says to him, if you truly want to help the world, adopt somebody that nobody else will adopt. Hmm. So he went out, and I believe he adopted a 14-year-old homeless kid from like Bangladesh, okay? So he was like 21, and his son was 14. So <laughs> wow. we're like uh, seven. But he kept doing this over and over, adopting kids. And I think he's still alive. I think he has 58 children. I think he has like eight of his own children, and he adopted 50 homeless kids, crack addicts, heroin thing. Out of those 50, 42 of them are medical doctors. Wow. So that just shows you these were kids that most of the world had given up on, but with proper training. How do you become a doctor? You train. You train under a mentor. You go through some book learning, right? You got to learn the bait. You got to memorize where stuff is. So if they say, take out the kidney, you know what the kidney is. So you need some book smarts. And then you go into residency where you follow around a doctor. And that's how you, and that's the same with business. You want to be good on the internet, you do some book reading to learn the fundamental stuff and learn the vocabulary so you understand what the hell mentors are teaching. And then you have a combination of following a mentor, shadowing, and then finally you start doing it. Just like a doctor in residency, you'll do, my, my cousin, Maya's brother, is in medical school and now he does basic stuff, takes people's blood pressure, all that. And so that's the training that I, that I mean. So a lot of people get hung up on that. They're like, well, don't read books at all, just do. Well, this is stupid advice. Yeah, and exactly. then some people yeah. say, you know, only read books. Although no, I've never met someone that says to make a million dollars, only read books. It's just kind of, it's called straw man logical fallacy. It's a dumb argument that people pretend, that no one's ever made. I've never met a human that goes, yes, to be rich, just only read books. Um, and then you get a trainer. If you want to be good in the gym, you have to have a trainer. And that's the one that, so here's where most people miss in the modern world. Most people have, understand that books can help them. Most people understand that schooling will help them to a certain extent, classroom. Most people understand that doing will help them. Ultimately, you gotta do stuff. You wanna learn to play basketball, you gotta shoot a ball. But they forget the one of the four critical pieces. You learn faster when you learn under someone, mm. period. It's and if true. you understand any of the human brain psychology, there's a good book by a Harvard guy, UCLA guy, Lieberman, called Social. The human brain is learned socially. That's why social media is a very powerful tool. It's called Social? Social, yeah. yeah he, mm -hmm. was not, he was over here not too long ago. So if you can then learn from somebody, you learn a hell of a lot faster. Like today, I was lifting weights with Mr. Olympia. He won Mr. Olympia last year, or Mr. Olympia Classic, Danny Hester. So I'm going to learn a lot faster. You can learn a lot more. I mean, this guy's, and I have some of the great trainers that have trained me. He knows more than all of them. Why? Because he did it to win the ultimate bodybuilding thing. When I do jujitsu, I learn from the very best guy. And that's why I study people like Warren Buffett, because these guys are basically the most successful business people of all time, or top three or four. So that's the element that people forget about, because people are proud. 
So people, sometimes people accuse me. They're like, Ty, you never say your own ideas. You just say other people's ideas. I'm like, you're complimenting me. Yeah. Because the, most people will not have an original idea in their life. If you have three good original ideas in your life, just stop. That's all you're going to have. <laughs> I'm talking about life-changing, world-changing. I mean, Einstein's basically remembered for E equals MC squared. That's Einstein. Mm. So a lot of business people, entrepreneurs like me, are like, oh, you shouldn't quote. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. But I, hey, the dumb, as Charlie Munger says, if it wasn't for the stupidity of most people, we wouldn't be so rich. That's yeah, what Charlie Munger, good. every time you meet somebody who's a moron and, <laughs> and like hates on you, just be like, this is the competition. <laughs> we will decimate the competition. Yeah, every time you're training to fight in the gym, and there's a fat kid on the side laughing at you, just know every minute he sits there laughing, being fat and out of shape. If he ever steps up in the ring, there's gonna be a one hit wonder. You can put him right back to sleep. You can put him right back on the mat. So it's the same with business, you know? That's why I don't get phased by people because the people you should be afraid of are the people who don't say anything. They don't no, say anything. Yeah, because if people aren't saying anything, they're training. Ooh. Then you meet them one day. That's There's true. a John Calipari, the Kentucky coach. I think it was yeah. him. He used to tell his uh, players, after practice is over, I will leave the uh, gym open for you and leave the lights on even when I'm gone. And one of the students said, why would you do that? And he said, well, well, son, somewhere in the United States, when you and I end practice, their practice is gonna end. And when you and I walk out of this gym and get in our car and drive home and sit and watch TV, he's gonna stay in that gym. Mm. And he's gonna keep training. Mm -hmm. And he said, one day you will meet that kid mm. and you will lose. And that's what people wow. don't, don't realize. So it's training, it's not work, by the way. This is where people get wrong. Hard work is not that correlated with success. Hard training is. Ooh. You can work your ass off, most people who work their ass off make minimum wage. The hardest workers in this country and in this world are below the poverty line, without a doubt. See, people don't travel the world, so they don't know that. <laughs> you ever been to India? These people work. They wake mm. up at dawn to yeah. dusk. There's about 30 million people in India who pick trash out of the, the dumps for a living. They make $14 a month. They work from dawn to dusk. You think your advice to work harder? But what's happening is they're not training on skills, right? It's so true. You gotta train. If you just, for example, go in the gym and run on a treadmill 12 hours a day, you won't put on muscle. Eventually, it's too much on the treadmill, you'll actually lose muscle because it's too much cardio, so you don't know how to train. So that's what I feel like a lot of this advice that I see entrepreneurs mm. just like, hustle, work hard. Yeah. I'm like, you're just putting people on a, they're already at their regular job working 12 hours a day. You expect them to come home, work harder? No, it's not what people need. But hard training is very powerful. So for the most part, you only need to train about three hours a day. Most pro athletes, can, you can only train so long. Some people are exceptional. Kobe Bryant would train longer. But nobody trains 12 hours a day, 365 days a year. You will burn out. So when I look at people, it's more about their training. Hard workers won't beat me. I'll destroy them because I have technology. I leverage. I got capital. But somebody who is training to learn tools that I don't have, as Archimedes said, give me a lever long enough and I can move the world, you know? Mm. They're very powerful. So you gotta be training in tools. For business, you gotta train in tools, technology, tactics, 
strategies, creative problem solving, memory, public speaking, writing, reading, those things matter. Hours only count if they're in a good training program. I know people that play basketball way more hours than me, but I can still beat them <laughs> because I might be training smarter than them. And so mm. that's, how, that's how business goes. Hard work is relatively uncorrelated with success. It, hard work is exactly like sleeping. Poor people sleep, rich people sleep. You do need sleep or you will die. So poor people work hard, rich people work hard. It's not the differentiating factor. They both, what's the difference? You want to find the key thing they do differently. It's not what people do the same that helps you. I know what people do the same. Think about it, bodies. What do most people in America do? Eat junk food and get fat. So studying them isn't going to help you that much. You have to find, that's why Malcolm Gladwell wrote the book Outliers. you got to study the people, outliers. So the top 10 men in the world make more money than 3.5 billion at the bottom. Wow. Just put that in perspective, it's 3,500 million people. It's a lot, right? So the reason is, is because, well, that's the mystery. What do the 10 do? that those 3.5 billion, thousands of millions of people don't do. And so when you answer that, then you figure out how to make more money. Mm -hmm. So they do things like, I mean, like Warren Buffett, like doesn't believe in working hard. Mm. Warren Buffett says my investment strategy borders on sloth. He said when other people are trading stocks all the time at work, he makes, you know, one (coughs) big trade every two years. It appears to be slothfulness. But you do more thinking, thinking is when. It's kind of like Conor McGregor in that, la- in that fight with Aldo where he knocked out Aldo in what, seven, 37 seconds, I think it was. He came out and he interviewed and he said, you remember what he said? Anybody know? I'd like to thank no one. Absolutely nobody. No, about precision. Oh, precision beats power. Precision beats power. Mm. Mm. That was, that was like, you got people that that's power, true. they try to work harder, and then you got other people that are precision. You only need to knock somebody out. You need one precise hit right there. You don't have to have, go 12 rounds. with some, You don't want to go 12 rounds. The goal of life is less input, more output. The goal of life is to design a car, less gas, more miles. Mm. Anytime I see people glorifying hard work, the only good thing about hard work is if it's physical manual labor. When I used to live on a farm, it'll make you strong. So there is some benefit. But people working hard in a business setting in terms of stressing themselves out, waking up at four in the morning, going to bed at night, you're literally depleting your adrenal glands, depleting your, your all, you're spiking your cortisol, and you're probably not working that smart. These smart, there's only so many hours in a day. You can't outwork 3.5 billion people. You think... The top 10 people, if they work 24 hours a day, how many hours could they work? Maximum combined, 240, 240, right? The bottom 3.5 million, I mean billion people, if they just worked one hour a day, would work 3.5 billion hours a day. 3.5 billion versus 240. But the 240 people, our group makes more than the 3.5 billion if they only worked one hour. So this proves my point, the fact that people argue this I will tell you a very powerful skill that I would recommend you learn to read. Logic. Logic is dead, boy. People, debate. You should take debate. Mm. Debate is a very powerful skill because it forces you to hone your 
skills of thinking. Critical thinking is another way to think it. I can, I can decide for myself, usually, when somebody gives a piece of advice, whether it's garbage or not, and most advice is garbage. My advice to most people, if I could go back in time, is literally, if I could brainwash myself, clean out 90, almost nothing people say is true. Just wow. remember that, almost nothing. People say money doesn't make you happy, which is an incomplete statement. It's not that simple. Yeah. Money, in a sense, won't make you happy. In another sense, it'll make you very happy. Uh, you know, people, like I said, the education system is basically all built wrong. Even simple things like I was saying, giving your kids an allowance to do chores. Why yeah. would you do that? They're right. part of a family unit. Why should you have to do that? The parents don't get paid for doing it. What you do, and this is what, and Joel Salton, here's a crazier one Joel Salton used to tell me. Just simple societal things that make no sense. He said, why when parents punish their kids, do they give them chores? Like, oh, you have to do the dishes. He said, so what you've now trained your kid's brain is that work, like maintaining the house, is punishment. See, you know what the Amish used to do when guys like Joe Salton? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Talk about a mind fuck for parents to do to their kids in a positive way. Is that I was once, I stayed with this guy, Sam Chup, and his son forgot to get the eggs from the chickens. Or no, he forgot to milk the cow. That's what it was. So he came back. He was like six years old. And Sam says to his son, he says, you know, you really hurt that cow because it hurts when they don't get milked. And and son's like, oh, I'm sorry. So the dad goes, you can't come with me and your brothers on the construction crew today. You got to stay here with your mom. And this, I remember his son fell on the ground crying. Wow. Like, please take me. Because young kids want to be a part. In society, we destroyed people's creativity by punishing. Don't punish with doing stuff. Mm. Punish by taking it away. Be like, okay. The parents, what they should do is like, if you're good, I'll let you start a business. Yeah. If you're bad, That's right. you have to only play video games <laughs> while your brother makes $100,000 by a 14. <laughs> That's yeah. good. You want to get kids? You know, people, parents think they, they complain that their kids don't do enough. I'm like, I know why they don't do enough because you're a bad parent in terms of understanding motivation. If you have any brains, you do exactly what I say. You got three kids. Each of them you give a business. Help them. You can help them. Make sure they start making a little bit of money. Don't give the, any, uh, the other kids any money. Then take the kid who's making 100 bucks a week and take him to the candy store, take him to the toy store. He comes home with all, and the other two kids are sitting there. They got one video game they got from grandma. They're ready to buy the other one, and the other, and the, the one of the kids is just making more than all of them. All of a sudden, you can have three entrepreneurs. Got to use a little reverse psychology Ooh, on it. I like that, man. Yeah. That's good. You can do that for adults. Yeah. That's why people saying that materialism uh, isn't good, like I show Lamborghinis, are morons. Because I got more people motivated to read books than anyone in history. True. Because a lot of people go, a lot of people are motivated by material things. Yeah. People are so dumb to think that I am, full. I don't get high off my own supply. I understand how to use the supply. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I don't go in my garage and rub my cars and all of that. <laughs> people think I'm this materialistic guy. I'm like, no, I'm out thinking you. You too slow. Yeah. You too slow. I have a goal. The goal is to motivate people toward a certain end. In this case, it's an end that's good to, for society. People still criticize it because they ain't people too slow. But whenever they're too slow, Charlie Munger said, if it wasn't for the 
Do you remember this? The stupidity of others. You wouldn't be so rich. Yeah. If every 14-year-old was sharp, you'd be competing with every 14-year-old would try to be on stage. Most 14-year-olds, yeah, they're trying to figure out, you know, God knows what. So stay ahead of the curve. It's not hard anymore. It's getting easier. It's a better cool. world now. It's true. People are getting more, more followers, less leaders. Everybody becomes a follower. That's great. You can become the leader. Mm. I'm fascinated by what you said about taking those kids and make, you know, making them successful. Right. What would you do? What kind of training would you put them? Saying. See, I'm a believer. That's what I was trying to say about books for kids are good. You need some books tailored to kids, and then you need some books that are just the same as adult books. Yeah. Like you oh, read sure. Think and Grow, or you read uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's an yeah. adult book that helped Warren Buffett when he was an adult find his wife, helped you at 12 or whatever. Training, I would train. I, I try to treat everybody the same. Hard. All of them. For those Hard who, training. <laughs> for those who work for me, Alec, I treat everybody equally, roughly the same. I don't really play. Maya is my cousin, and she probably gets the worst of it. So I play no favorites. And the reason I do that is because if you try to become a Navy SEAL, it's the same training for everybody. Yeah, good point. You've got to swim five miles or whatever it is in the middle of the night. They're not going to be like, okay, well, you're 160 pounds, so you can swim 4.4 miles. Okay, well, you're a little light on your feet, so you get to carry a BB gun while everybody else has a real gun. You don't want that. No, everybody has the same training. So I'll just take people from the inner city, people who are not super high IQ. You can change most things. I'm telling you. Just like this. I, I was telling everybody, I do not, I am not, I'm an optimist and a pessimist. I'm a pessimist because I'm a realist and I look around the world. The average person reads one book a year, mm-hmm. and they don't even finish more than one chapter, besides like fantasy books. So I'm a pessimist about that, but I'm an optimist around the latent potential of people. My dad was supposed to be dead as a, as by 12 years old because he had a heart problem, and then he didn't know, he didn't hear what the doctor said, and he just started lifting weights, and he became Mr. Canada. He had the world record wow. bench press. So by training, he just, he set the world record at one point. He was like 160 and bench, like 385. Wow. With no steroids was a lot back. That was like in the 50s or 60s. Now, of course, it's been broken, but it's still a good weight. If you're 160 to bench 385, yeah. it's still a good little weight. If you can bench two and a half times your weight, you're pushing weight out. <laughs> There's a lot of 300-pound guys that can't bench 750. So... That wasn't from natural ability. That was from, that's why I said my dad was born in Harlem. Now, my dad did a lot of stuff wrong, ended up in prison, but the body, my dad understood. Mm. Business and all that, in other areas of life, he didn't do so well. But the principles are the same if you apply. It's hard training, not hard work. Mm. Eliminate the work is not a goal. Sleep isn't a goal. No one wakes up and goes, you know what I'm here on this planet for? Sleep. You know? Boy, when I'm asleep, I'm accomplishing my purpose in life. I am sleeping and there's no. Sleep is a byproduct of it's the necessity to live. Same with hard work. You never I see people glorify hard work. It's fine to do if you want to have muscles, because hard work, manual labor is a great thing if your goal. Like Joel Salton doesn't care about getting super rich. He's a millionaire, but he don't want to be a billionaire. So he likes hard work. Sometimes he'd tell me, 
I ain't gonna do it easier because I like walking five miles a day. And I respect <laughs> that. I'm talking about the people who are doing computer work talking about hard work. I'm like, you're sitting at a laptop, you're bored, your body's decaying from sitting. You mm-hmm. should, your goal should be how to, the best goal is this book title. You should read this book. It's by the guy who invented Scrum. It's how to do twice the work with half the effort. Mm. Wouldn't everybody watching this like to make work half as many hours and make twice as much money? Or do you want to work hard, hard, hard? You want to break rocks with a sledgehammer till you're rich? Mm. Well, anybody? Half the effort, twice the results. I'm going to read that. Yeah, Scrum is a good book. Anyway. I've kept you guys too long. No. Turned no. into a podcast episode. I know, it's right? Powerful, no, it's awesome man. stuff. It's powerful, man. Oh, You're a well of, like, knowledge, bro. Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> it's all from other people. Don't worry. I'm not that smart uh, myself. Yeah. You talk a lot about your mentor. I mean, like, how did that relationship, like, how did you know he was the right one? Did to it. Choose Never you? heard the word mentor. Really? You know, one of the things is be curious and be adventurous, and you'll fall into a lot of good situations. Occasionally, you fall into bad ones. I've fallen into a few bad ones in various places in the world. Don't get killed. But um, I was adventurous. That was a lucky thing. So when I was like 18, I, I was like, I'm going to go to college maybe. And my stepdad actually gave me good advice. He goes, I can go to college anytime. You can't go work with this Joel Salton guy. So do that first, then you can go back to college. So it made logical sense. I was like, true, this is a once in a lifetime. So he's like, you want to come work on my farm? I had never really worked on a farm. So try it. He or she who experiments the most wins. Mm. This is for sure. You got to experiment a lot. Mm. Shut off experiments that don't work. Turn on new ones. Boy, if you want to be rich fast, that is the most guaranteed try and true way without a doubt. Yeah. Whoever experiment. If I meet somebody who knows how to conduct experiments and is doing marketing, like I've seen people like Instagram growth. I've had people, I remember when I was first starting out, they're like, oh, I'm going to smoke you, Ty. I'm like, okay. And if some did, but most didn't. And how did I get bigger than them? Well, I experimented more. YouTube, you know, I've got almost a billion minutes watched on YouTube in just a very short period of time. I haven't been on YouTube that long, since 2015. And that's just because I experimented. I threw up a lot of videos and then one of them hit here in my garage. I didn't even know that was gonna hit, it hit. Then you build other things, experiment, some fail. People are afraid to experiment because they're afraid to get laughed at, I think is what it is. Because I've seen people laugh at me. And I'm like, we'll see who'll be laughing all the way to the bank. They yeah, know right. now. They that's know true. now. They want to be friends now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they want to be friends now, but I'm like, I remember you. I got a good memory. <laughs> I remember your ass. No. <laughs> no. So, yeah, experiment more. Especially, you got a little more years experiment. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, Here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon.
Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out. 